Hi, I'm Michelle Vickers. And I'm Christine Beverly. Welcome to the Consciousness Insider. We have another really great question this week from Stephanie. Stephanie writes, Hi, Michelle. I often have questions that are connected back to what is shared in the Bible, as it is what I've been exposed to for so much of my life. Were the first two people on earth actually the so-titled Adam and Eve? And if so, when approximately were they actually placed on earth in human form? I'm assuming the timeline is different than in the Bible. Were people around when dinosaurs were? Were the first humans on earth in full connection with their souls and the soul of the universe? When exactly did people start becoming disconnected with their souls and the soul of the universe? Also, how does God want us to view him and communicate with him? Does he really want people to put their energy into worshiping him? So many things I'm curious about. Thank you, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. These are amazing questions and I'm, you know, I'm a little bit nervous to answer them, but I'm also really excited because I get to learn in a whole new way. So the first part of your question, um, we're going to, we're going to talk about that first. Um, so, um, Adam and Eve were, were they the first? Um, it's really interesting because ultimately humanity was created as an extension of the experiences that were already being created. So um, first there was, you know, the universe was created with the intention to explore consciousness on a whole new level. So every universe is, is created with a different intention. That's what this intention was. So it was consciousness on a whole new level. Super cool. Um, the next experience that was introduced based on consciousness and the evolution of it was then, okay, now we need to create um, experiences, but in order to create those experiences, we need to create matter that we can create those experiences. So matter was then created, and then the experiences were not so much created as they were um, brought into possibility. And that's really the difference between something being created. So when something is created, it's very tangible. You know, it doesn't have to be physical, but tangible means now it's in existence. Like once something exists, it exists forever. So at the end of the day, they became possible, which means that the energy is there if someone wants to experience it, but it's not created yet. Does that make sense? Yeah, so far. Okay. Yeah. So as far as Adam and Eve, you know, um, it's, it's a little bit tricky in the sense that um, there are high souls for each life stream, okay? So um, there's, a, there's a high canine, a high feline. Um, there's also a high soul for humans, but it turns out that there's a high soul for um, male humans and a high soul for female humans, mm. which is really cool and really interesting, um, especially for, you know, people who don't feel comfortable in their bodies, which is also very interesting. But I want to um, explain and, and talk about that just for, uh, for a moment, because um, your soul energy and your physical gender really have nothing to actually, they have nothing in common. <laughs> um, and a lot of people mistake a female soul for being a girl or a male soul for being being a boy because wow. at the end of the day huh. we've all as humans 
um, 90, 98 to 99% have come back over and over and over again to have so many different life experiences, many of which are different genders, you know, and that is really, I think one of the biggest misinterpretations. So, you know, as far as Adam and Eve, um, there was absolutely a creation of one of each so that the creator could see his creation and allow it like to see if it was enough, right? Like with every thing that that's been created, you have to ha give it a chance to evolve. So it can't evolve until there's one. Does that make sense? Until there's beings that are interacting with the creation or I'm not. Well, there mean? has to be one to start with. Does that make sense? Yeah. You, you can't evolve if you don't exist. Right. There has so to be a, a, a human there being. There had to be, well, in that case, it, it's a human being, right? In If it's an animal, if it's, okay. you know, uh, there has to be a being in order for it to evolve. Yes. So ultimately, he created one of each. Yes. Um, so yes, there is an Adam and an Eve. Um, and yes... I have actually communicated them. The first time was probably about 12 years ago. And it was, it was, it was a pretty cool experience because I can say, oh yeah, I've talked to Adam and I've talked to Eve, but it's not a, um, how do I explain it? It was not a, oh my goodness, this is an amazing experience. It was, huh? Okay. Because they were the first ones. They hadn't evolved yet. So there wasn't a lot of depth to the communication they just, they brought insight to the simplicity of being the first creation. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. I do understand that a bit better now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So ultimately they didn't have all the complications to deal with that today we have to deal with. Yes. Um, it was just, it was very simple, yes. right? It's that first time being in being a creation. So it was a really cool insight and actually it's one of the things that led me going down, down the road of exploring who we are and, and what, what, who we were created to be. Um, but as far as an Adam and an Eve, absolutely. You know, we put those labels on as far, you know, you, as souls, we don't have names, we have energies. So, you know, but from my understanding and the energy of the Bible and what it is embodying, is that those were the two that were being referred to. So yes, there was an Adam and an Eve. Now, um, you also asked when mm -hmm. they were first here. So time, time is, it doesn't translate on a universal level to the time and the dates and the numbers that we use now. Um, for example, if you needed, like when I came into this life, I planned for you know, 500 lives. And I went through training in all of them to come into this life. And I, if I missed something, I would go back and do it. it. There's no, it's not linear. There's no such thing as linear time in existence that only exists in our minds and the physical existence that we've created here. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah, it does. So it doesn't really translate. Ultimately, they were the first and that's really all that matters. And all the other experiences came after. Um, dinosaurs were, you know, it's interesting. They were a separate experience. Um, but 
they were more contained, which is really cool. And I do, like they are showing me that there were humans on the planet at the same time where they were just in a different space. So it was very controlled at that point. Um, and at that point, yes, humans were, ex they were fully aware. So they did understand really everything, nothing was hidden. So they understood all of the questions you're asking now with anything that was ever in existence, they had full access to all of it. So, you know, they knew about dinosaurs, they knew all about them, but way more than we know now, um, which is, is kind of funny because science tells us we're so advanced with our understanding of everything when really we're extremely far behind because we're trying to use our minds to figure things out. So ultimately full awareness is, for me is my goal. Um, and I think as humans, that, that is our goal is to be evolved because when you have full awareness, now you can actually evolve because you're follow, evolving from a place of knowing everything that's already been in existence. So you don't actually create, recreate anything that's already here. Cause mm -hmm. as souls, we're not meant to be redundant. We're meant to be leading edge and evolutionary because that's just naturally who we are. So yeah. Is, is there any other parts of there, that question? Yeah. When did, um, Stephanie also was wondering when people started to become dis disconnected with their soul and the soul of the universe. When did so, that happen? Again, linear time, it doesn't really translate. But basically what happened is when the creator created this universe, you know, his intention was to explore consciousness and possibility. And he left that open. So it wasn't a protected experience, whereas most experiences are protected. Their most universes are protected, which means no one can mess with them, right? It's like a boss who micromanages, everybody does their job, everyone follows through. This is what we're, you know, or science for that matter, right? This is this is the result we're looking for, and these are all the steps we're gonna do to make sure we get to that result, right? So ultimately, this universe in itself was not set up that way. It was set up to evolve in whatever way it evolved into. So what happened is that beings from other universes came here to play. They came here to watch. They came here to see what we were doing because most universes are based on one specific aspect of consciousness. So they are exploring love or they're exploring hate or jealous, which hate, jealousy, anger, they're not really universal experiences. So it's really hard. It's true, but it's not the fullness. And there's no possible way that I could use words to describe another universe. I mean, I have enough hard of enough, hard enough time explaining this universe, but for the most part, um, humans, and souls, like we became disengaged because someone intentionally started to infiltrate fear into us. And fear is, you know, it's the most destructive energy on the planet. It's not a universal energy. And if for one second in existence, the entire planet wasn't focused on fear, it would cease to exist. It actually needs someone to focus on it to ensure that it exists, which is kind of cool, but that's where people, when that fear was brought in and then purposely infiltrated to people, that's where everyone started to 
you know, lose their, their connection basically by, I don't know, they're, they're, it's like losing their train of thought, losing their ability to be in connection with themselves, right? By second guessing. When you, when you second guess what you're feeling and what you, the energy is, then you're second guessing your instincts, you're second guessing all of it. Yeah. So it just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie was also wondering how God wants us to view him and communicate with him. Does he really want people to put their energy into worship, worshiping him? So the first thing that I want to touch on here, because so many people, and, and I hear it because, you know, I, I have, I've followed, not followed, but I've studied so many different religions, so many different belief systems. And there's a lot of people out there that A, don't believe that God exists, B, you know, that believe God is, is a woman. Um, so here's the reality and here's the truth about God. Um, so first and foremost, to me, how I look at God is he's the creator. And to me, he, he absolutely has a masculine energy. What that means is this universe was created with an energy that is comfortable in being. So masculine energy is just about being. There's a lot of people that talk about the divine masculine, the divine feminine. The reality is it has nothing to do with um, genetic or uh, gender. 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 Thank you. Woo. Good. Thanks. Um, it has everything to do with the masculine is about being just comfortable in being, whereas the feminine is about being comfortable in the flow. And this universe was created billions and billions and trillions of years ago with the beingness in mind. So it was very strong willed universe, free will, the option for everyone to have free will, but ultimately it was very much about being and which is what powered us up to be comfortable in who we are. Um, and then through this transformation and all of this, um, you can actually read a lot about this part of existence in, in my book, Believe. I touch on, I don't go too in depth in it, but I do touch on the, the, the basics and also the essence of each of us as human beings and what was included in, in us so that you can access and that you understand who you are and, and what you have the ability to, to access in your day-to-day -day life. But most importantly, what um, we really are talking about is the ability to feel being and flowing because they're fundamentally different things. And this universe switched over into a balanced universe that has both within the last, um, within the last decade, which is fascinating because there were a lot of souls here that were coming in to help facilitate this shift and this transition uh, of people becoming once again conscious, but they needed, they realized that they needed that balance of both. But it's really cool because before that, a lot of feminine souls were actually coming in, especially over the past 50 to 60 years and a little bit more, but they really amped up in the last little while, which means that when this universe shifted from predominantly masculine to balanced, now all of those people that came in to help that were feminine souls were able to be fully empowered because they couldn't fully be who they were until that dynamic shifted. It's pretty cool, eh? So cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did we answer that question? Not. She was also wondering um, whether he, God wants people to put their oh, energy right. into worshiping him. Right. So it's not about worshiping, like when the creator created this. So to me, God is the creator. Everyone has a different name, but it's not about worshiping someone in particular. It's allowing yourself to be aware of the creation of existence, which includes life. It includes evolution. It includes you and what you're what you're good at, what you're meant to do and why you were created in, you know, in this, in this existence. Like when you're able to recognize and fully recognize your own self as an incredible being and you value yourself, you're now able to recognize other beings and value them. You cannot fully value someone else unless you value yourself. And that's really what his goal is. Because at the end of the day, the creator created this experience for people to evolve. You cannot evolve if you don't know who you are. So what the goal is, is for everyone to, to wake up, to remember who they are so that they can start making the impact they're meant to make in the world. When you're closed, you can't remember. So does he want you to worship him? No. No, not at all. Does he want you to be respectful of the creation that he spent all that time creating and that you're now a part of? Absolutely. And you know, it's you do that in whatever way works for you, but it's not about putting anyone higher than you. He doesn't judge. It's, you know, anything beyond the human mind, there is no judgment. There's no, it just doesn't exist. You know, all of those um, dynamics that a lot of um, religions bring to the table is it's not even that it's outdated. It's that it doesn't exist. And when there's perspectives that don't exist, it causes a lot more harm than good, especially when people are using their perspectives to determine what someone else is trying to say. And I'll give you an example, because if we had in front of me right now, if I was working with a married couple, I am now getting information for one of them. So that person is going to take that information and they're going to feel it. The other person is going to have their perspective on what that information means and how that other person needs to apply it. Ultimately, that's the Cole's notes of what Bible the Bible is and how it's being now um, positioned or described by every single religion on the planet and every single priest or rabbi or whoever is, you know, being the voice for it. And you have to remember that you can go and enjoy all of those experiences of being in community and celebrating. But remember that at the end of the day, it's your voice that matters to your journey the most. So it's what you choose to believe, not what anyone else chooses to believe. So take the things that feel right and leave the things that don't, because the reality is they all have a lot of value to add to your life, but not all of what they're saying is valuable. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. It's just like watching the show. Take what you need, what you feel is valuable, but don't worry about the other stuff, you know? Just let it go. Make sense? It does make sense. Yep. And you covered all our questions. Awesome. Yeah.
Thanks so much, Stephanie. And thank you to everyone who was watching with us. I learned so much today. Um, and if you'd like to have your, your soul answer a question, you're wondering about anything about your life or a bigger question of the universe around you, um, fill out the form on the Consciousness Insider page on the website, and hopefully we'll answer your question in one of the upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye.